This is Hacker Public Radio, episode 3031, for Monday, the 16th of March, 2020. Today's show is entitled, Daniel Person, Me, Me, Quote. It is hosted by Daniel Person, and is about 19 minutes long, and carries a clean flag. The summary is, I talk about who I am and where I come from and what my interests are. This episode of HPR is brought to you by archive.org. Support universal access to all knowledge by heading over to archive.org forward slash donate. Hello hackers and welcome to another podcast. Today I thought that I would talk about me. (laughs) I'm uh, not used to talk about me but uh, I heard that there were a lack of shows so and I have some shows uh, show ideas but I haven't prepared any of them and as I'm doing a YouTube channel I'm used to actually make content where there is some kind of knowledge transfer that you can actually learn something from the content. But this will not be one of those episodes. It's just an introduction about who am I and what kind of a person and where did I come from and so on. I'm almost 40 years old. I was born in the 1980s and I started my interest in computers quite early, I would say. I had a lot of computers at home and Nintendos because my uh, older brother worked on uh, Barisola, which is a distributor for the Nordic Nintendo cluster, or what you could say. So we had a lot of Nintendos at home. I had an Amiga. Uh, At eight years old, I got a Spectrum, I believe, XY, and I started programming on that. I actually wrote my first program, this Hangman program, at eight years old. And I really was fascinated by these electrical machines that you could give instructions to, and they did what you told them. Because I'm the last child in the family and always been the one that been told what to do and never have been bossed uh, or bossed anyone around so it was so nice to actually as a child have a computer that you can tell it to do this and it actually did Uh, so i borrowed some uh, books from the library that talked about programming and i learned to 
write some simple programs. And during my upbringing, we had more computers at home and my parents really saw that I loved to sit by the computer. So they gave me more resources to do what I really liked. So it wasn't that long after that I actually got my first PC. I think it was a 386. And I figured out that I needed to have a modem to uh, connect to other hubs. I had good friend that actually had a BBS. And I thought that that sounds like a fun challenge. So I started my own BBS. And a BBS is a bulletin board system. And the interesting part is that you have some node where you call in to this bulletin board system with your client. And then you can, through a text interface, do a lot of different actions. You can play some simple games, text-based games. You can send some kind of messages in a network. I think it's like a news group network. And I was connected to three different networks. Uh, One of those were Freenode, I think it was called, and that was the big one where it reached all the world. And what you did is that you called up to another node in the network with your BBS. And then let's say every night you you did that. And you transferred all the messages on the different mailing lists where you were subscribed. So you actually got all the communication for that day. And if you sent a message and you wanted it to go over to the US, for instance, to get an answer, it actually took several days to get the answer back because you needed to connect to that node and that node in turn connected to another node and there could be sync issues that they didn't receive that message until after they have called in and so on. So it took a while for messages to go back and forth, but it was still much faster than sending snail mail, this normal paper mail. So I actually got to reach out and to know the world and actually write and talk to people all over the world during my teenage years when I started to learn English and when I started to actually get into the business. Uh, So that was a very fun experience. It wasn't that long. I think I had my BBS three, four years or something because 1994, the internet happened and we actually got to call into this pool at Telia or Tele2 in Sweden where you could connect to the wider internet and doing that on Windows 95, I think it was then, was quite a hassle and getting it to work. It it seldomly worked as you wanted. And the uh, search engine at at that stage, AltaVista, was good to find things, but it was not Google. (laughs) Google came much later into my life. I believe I didn't use that until 16, 17 or something. Um, so, but AltaVista, you could find a lot of different games. There were a lot of bootlegs. There were a lot of 
different cracks to games and so on. Uh, and my my interest weren't really at gaming. I, I really like to look at security, hack things, and try to figure out how things actually worked. So we we had one person at school that actually wanted us to build some kind of a system for bookings. So you should uh, enter your name and uh, some other details. And he wanted to actually use that to steal usernames and passwords at school and changed it up so it looked like one of the login prompts at school. But me and my friend, we thought that that was kind of lame. We should be able to do that in a more fun and succinct and more <laughs> more in-depth manner. So we actually created this little tooling that hooked to an interrupt in the computer and was in the uh, in memory of the computer and you saw this normal login prompt but if you were were supposed to enter a username or a password at that login prompt we were hooking to those interrupts and actually got the data back and saved it to a file on the c drive and then we actually hooked on the dir uh, command that the uh, list directory command in Windows to actually hide that specific file from the system. So we did a lot of these kind of hackery things, not to be malicious uh, per se, we just wanted to see if we could make a better solution than that person that did a really lame one, we thought. So that was kind of fun. (laughs) And uh, I'm since eight years old, I always knew that I wanted to play around with computers. I always wanted to have that as my hobby. I swam a lot during my teenage years and competed both in uh, the uh, Swedish uh, championships and I have ho- always uh, also competed in uh, some world events and uh, competed in other countries and yeah, I've been traveling a lot with the swimming team and seen a lot of different countries that way. So I knew that there were a lot of people out there and I really liked that the internet actually gathered us together in, in, in a community of the world. Yeah, that was my teenage years and my school years and I pretty much worked my way up to go to college or university in order to get a degree in computer science. I didn't really know what what I wanted to work with when I was when I end, ended up uh, being done with that, but I wanted to know more about computer science because that was something that I was interested in. And when I came out, there weren't any job offerings and uh, I actually started off just playing around um, with some some simple jobs. I were fronting or fixing uh, uh, products at uh, different stores, and uh, I worked at the gas station for for a year, doing all the night shifts and so on. So I have that kind of experience too, 
but after a year or perhaps two after my uh, university, one person called me up and said, well, you are still living in Växjö, where I actually went to university. Do you want to have a computer job because uh, one of your friends are, is here working? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'm still living in Växjö, of course. I can come to an interview. I did not live in Växjö. Uh, so I had to go the the two-hour car drive down there to actually go to that interview and fix an apartment quickly down there so I can actually start to work. And that was a web bureau that created a platform for publishing both your web page with a lot of different functionalities and also creating um, e-commerce sites. And it was very flexible and they had a lot of great ideas. So I were there with the three other peoples to actually develop the platform. But we did a lot of customizations as well for different customers. And I got to actually work with some pretty amazing customers that had very forward-thinking ideas. So... I really got a lot of experience that about the e-commerce system. Sadly, Vekur is literally in the middle of the woods. And I got fed up with actually being too far from the sea. I really like seawater. I really like to swim. I really like that kind of uh, an atmosphere. So I, I needed to move back home to Gothenburg which is a harbor town, so close to the sea. And I got an employment to another, more of a consultancy, but they actually had a very large uh, e-commerce platform called Webster Commerce that they sold and did a lot of modifications to. And as I did a lot of modifications to our earlier platform, I was, I was quite accustomed to doing these kind of modifications and I dove down actually got to understand the platform and how to change it and how to do very strange optimizations and uh, customizations to this large Java development environment and it was there I really dove down into the Java framework and how to to actually build things that were not perhaps intended to be built that way but you doing customizations in java is very easy and it's a very powerful language to actually replace logic that you need to replace or to find things to actually make a very full very powerful uh, whole of an application so i learned a lot about java there and uh, after that, I had a qu- quick uh, work at uh, a mobile c- company where we did some uh, mapping software or actually navigation software. So I got to learn about that business. And where I work today, I do work where we import a lot of different uh, newspapers, uh, books and magazines and make them available to the world at large. And uh, our main focus on this company is accessibility. So since the 70s, this company has actually created 
newspaper that are some newspaper that you can listen to. So they they take all the Swedish newspapers and convert them to audio in order to give subscribers that might not be able to read the newspaper uh, the option to actually listen to it instead. And that is actually contracted by law in Sweden that everybody should be able to get news media uh, in this country. So we are working with the government for those things, but the company has grown and now we do this these kind of things for uh, magazine, newspapers and books. And we also do uh, other kind of distribution. So that's the place that I actually ended up and where I work now. So this was a little bit of a history about who I am and what I do. Um, and during my off time or my spare time, I really like to swim. I, I still do that. And I started a YouTube channel where, and I've done it for four, three, three, four years. And I publish a new video every week that is educational, mostly Java related. And I, I also talk about a lot of other different libraries that I come across or other things that could be useful uh, for you as a developer. So I like to educate, I like to see people reach new heights in this uh, competitive uh, environment. And uh, I really like when some uh, student uh, (laughs) gives me a message and says that they really understand this subject now and they have struggled with it for a while. That's really awarding. So I, I really like to have that side Business is not the right word, but that side hobby. So um, this was a little bit about me. And now you know uh, who I am and uh, why I'm talking on Hacker Public Radio. I, <laughs> I don't like to talk about myself, but I like to educate. And I hopefully will be uh, giving you more shows about different topics that I could explain well in audio. So until next time, I... Uh, Hope that you have a great week and hear you later. You've been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by an HBR listener like yourself. If you ever thought of recording a podcast, then click on our contribute link to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club and is part of the binary revolution at binrev.com. If you have comments on today's show, please email the host directly, leave a comment on the website or record a follow-up episode yourself. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Sharealike 3.0 license.